Friday, you've got the sun conjoined at Mars exact on that day. You've still got the moon and Mercury out of bounds. And, you know, as you said before, it's like tapping into that more the intuitive side, really, and psychic side as well. It's where you have sort of insights. And it's, it's a nice one to reflect on that with an out-of-bounds moon and Mercury. Write it down. Keep a diary. Those thoughts you have during those days, find your inspiration because it's um, a quite a beautiful configuration. Welcome to your weekly astrological weather. This is your place to get practical guidance for not only surviving, but thriving with the cosmic tides. Hey all, this is Rick Levine, and I'm inviting you to join me in a new class on the Astrology Hub starting mid-November, starting November 14th. And this is going to be four Zoom classes of live chart interpretation, focusing on bringing the harmonic aspects down to earth. So we're going to step beyond the squares and trines and sextiles and oppositions into the magical world of quintiles, septiles, and even octiles and other strange tiles. But this course is a hands-on working with charts. I'll be doing four charts each class, a view of participants looking at the harmonic aspects, followed by an additional Q&A session. Find out more information about this and or register at astrologyhub.com harmonics. I'm Rick Levine, and I'll see you online. Hi there. Welcome to your weekly astrological weather. I am so grateful that you have joined this worldwide conversation that we have here each week. Now, if you're new to our channel, welcome. Please do not forget to hit the like and subscribe button and the notification bell so you can stay updated on all the new content that we release each week. For those of you who do not know me, my name is Jamie McGee. I'm an astrologer and one of the hosts here on the Astrology Hub podcast platform. And today we're going to be talking about astrology for the week of November 13th through the 19th with our current inner circle guide astrologer, Wendy Stacy. For those of you who have not met Wendy Stacy yet, she is a professional astrologer and the principal of the International Mayo School of Astrology and the chair of the Astrological Association. And as I mentioned, she is our current guide in our inner circle community. Welcome, Wendy. You're such an amazing, beautiful, brilliant astrologer and human being, and it's such a pleasure to, to be here with you. Oh, right thank now. you, Jamie. That's a beautiful thing to say. Thank, thank you very much. And it's a real pleasure to be back. Real pleasure. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So we are, we're, we're getting into November. What would you say the overarching theme for this week is? There's a couple of, there's a couple of themes that are sort of, that are looming um, or overarching everything, really. One is the Sun-Mars conjunction. So that involves the new moon, of course, and the opposite, uh, opposition to Uranus. But Mars is traveling quite fast. So it's sort of, you know, moving with the Sun. Um, so that is one of the themes. And, of course, they are opposite Uranus too. So, you know, that is an overriding theme. So things can be a little crazy. Things can feel a little bit um, roller-coastering, you know, a little bit of feels a little bit like an adrenaline rush when you've got that sun, Mars, Uranus um, going on. And an opposition can sort of feel like, you know, you, it's an anticipation of something that may not happen, 
but it feels like that. So that's the sort of subtle Mars Uranus energy, if you like. Another theme of the week of um, as well is later in the week, sort of from Wednesday onwards, the 15th, uh, we have an out of bounds moon. And then from uh, Friday, we had an out of bounds Mercury as well. So when you have out of bounds, you have the planet sort of um, outside the ecliptic, which is a normal um, path that the planets travel on around the sun. So when you have planets that are either above or below the ecliptic, um, they sort of have a more maverick style. They're, they're more pronounced at the time. So when you have a, an outer bounds moon, then you're going to have something where the people, people are more engaged. It's sort of an underlining emotional theme, but it doesn't mean like, it's not necessarily over-emotional. It's, it's an emotional theme. It's about connect, connectivity. So people are more connected to others. Um, you know, so there's a, there's a need or a feeling of that. Uh, and I guess when you've got Mercury there too, then that becomes sort of a community thing as well. So a community coming together. It's about engagement. So when you've got Moon and Mercury, you want to talk about how you feel. It's a nice time. It's, you know, these planets sort of become out of bounds um, regularly. But, you know, the Moon has a, has a sort of emotional side to it. On a like more mundane level, you'll find... The care industry, um, spotlighted, things like that. Or, you know, even the nursing industry. So anything that's about caring, anything that's, you know, perhaps even maternal. So maternity care or, you know, children to a certain extent with that. Anything that, um, or even elderly as well, because the moon is sort of in Capricorn um, later, later in the week. But um, so you get these sort of themes, but, you know, they're, they they sort of mix things up a bit. Uh, so yeah, that's that's the second thing. The third one really is you have Jupiter. That's uh, if you're looking at major Ptolemaic aspects only, then then Jupiter is unaspected um, for for pretty much most of the week. If you want to include minor aspects, interestingly, on Thursday the sixteenth you get a yod um, with the, with the Mercury Venus um, sextile that creates a yod. So they both quincunx or in conjunct, whatever you call, which you could call that 150 degree aspect. Um, and so you have this Mercury Venus sextile, which is very nice. Mercury and Sag, Venus and Libra. And they're making a yod to an unaspected and retrograde Jupiter um, in Taurus. So that sort of slows things down a little bit. Um, sort of perhaps exaggerates things somewhat. So time to reflect, time to sort of, you know, it takes that sort of extroverted energy and it sort of internalizes it a little bit. So it can be quite exciting, but it's sort of a personal excitement. Uh, yeah, it's not necessarily so overt with a retrograde and unexpected Jupiter. With unexpected planets, they have a similar flavor to an outer bounds. They are maverick. So, you know, you've got this interesting week with with quite a bit sort of sort of planets out on their own, doing their own thing. That's what it that's how it sort of behaves, if you like. Yeah. So interesting. So they're out on their own, doing their own thing, but there's this like sensation to share what we need to say, probably because we don't feel as tied in, but we're also there's this connective theme energy of caring what other people think. So like, it's almost like, you know, you step outside of, of, and you find like independent thought, and then you look at a situation differently 
and then you express, which maybe you haven't expressed before. Yeah. And that somehow invokes some caring and compassion. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, and you're right when you say that you haven't expressed before because you've got the soul Mars in Scorpio as well. So that, that plays into that as well. So you're right when you say the expression of this. It's, it will, you know, when you think of even the midpoint of that Mercury Venus, you know, being Scorpio. Um, and so, you know, when you've got planets in Scorpio, Sun Mars, it's going to be about, yeah, bringing rise to things. You know, things that perhaps were uncomfortable. And now, you know, they're just brought to the surface to process, to talk about, to, to, to work with. And it's, a, it's not a difficult time. It's not a difficult time. It's a, it's a, it's an interesting ride, but it's not it's not too heavy. There, there's a little bit of heaviness on Friday, the seventeenth. You've got the Sun conjunct Mars at exact at, at that date, so it's been chasing. Sun Mars have been sort of traded, you know, um, following each other uh, through the week, and then on Friday um, you've got that Sun Mars exact conjunct trying to Neptune, um, which is a really lovely. I mean, it's quite a beautiful. Uh, configuration um again it's sort of stirring when you got some Mars in, in Scorpio you have that again that sort of adrenaline there's something quite adrenaline about you know going on on a personal and a much larger um perspective so when it's trying to Neptune it brings in uh you know quite an imaginative a little bit of paranoia sometimes so it's good to know that so sometimes being put things in perspective um, you know, because it can be, you know, things can be misread during that time. But it's a, it's a beautiful, you know, it's great for music. It's a bit more, you know, with the sun bars, it's a bit more heavy rock or heavy metal than, you know, your normal classical with Neptune and things like that. Yeah, I can just visualize how this could all play out and just kind of start anything about like the, the different types of people in my life. Because like, I'm one of those ones that if I'm, I'm going to talk it out, like that, that's how I find my comfort, obviously. But for some of us, there aren't. So I think I like, you know, maybe some good advice this week is if you do feel anxious and your mind starts running away from you, then then speak up instead of like kind of holding whatever that emotion is, like especially if it's a darker emotion, like try to express it and 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 the and Scorpio will pull it from the depths. But I'm also visualizing that Jupiter unaspected in a grounded Taurus fixed sign mm -hmm. is a truth teller. So there's and yeah, I think that it could be a little rocky coming out the gate if you do, but or it could be Maybe if it's not rocky, I think it could be terrifying. You know, if you're not used to communicating, or, or you know, or like, yeah, it could be, it could be scary. Yeah, and the and the uh, perhaps the, a little bit of a danger with that unexpected Jupiter retrograde in Taurus is it can sit on things. You know, Jupiter in Taurus will sit on things. It's sort of a bit of a slower starter. It sort of brews a little bit. So, you know, when it's when it makes that yod to that Mercury Venus, which is a lovely sextile. Um, uh, there's a there's a sort of a push to communicate it. There's a little bit of a reluctance, maybe, you know, because the quincunxes or the yod is a, can be stressful, but there is the sextile in there between Mercury and Venus, and they're nicely placed. They're very upbeat. They're in a really light sort of you know jovial humorous position, and it's a sextile. So maybe it's you know it can also work the other way when you have these things happen. You know, the worst and the best happen, of course, um, as I always keep saying, you'll get all of it. So there's a push to to not brew, not to sit on things and, and let it go. I mean, you know, really let it go. This is a great time to 
let it go. And you're right, when you talk about anxiety as well, the sun Mars can often last, um, can often feel like anxiety in a way because it has that anticipatory feeling with it. But it's something, it's, it's a bit different than the Saturnian anxiety, which is also going on because it's very early Pisces. So it's, it's, you know, there's, there is that, there is a lot of that going on and a lot of it going around. The sun Mars, it feels like, I don't know if anyone, you know, if you've ever had, um, had to have, you know, when you, you know, get anesthetic, you know, even in your mouth for a, for a filling or something like that. And they have to put a little bit of adrenaline in that in order to stop infection. And when you get that feeling and you wonder why you're shaking and you wonder why you're feeling like you're about to get on a roller coaster, but you don't, that's what that sun, Mars, and Scorpio feels like, especially opposite Uranus. It really does have that shaking, like that adrenaline feeling. So you need to make the most of it, you know, use it physically, use it physically, you know, walk it out, run it. And, and it's, it's inspiring and it's, and it can also fuel that imagination because Neptune is not far off at 25 Pisces. So there is that trying and sex style to Uranus and that some Mars. So you can use it like that. So you, yeah, it's not a week to sit still. That's, you know, it's not, which, which when I say that too, it can, you know, um, which is interesting because with the moon out of bounds, um, you know, the moon is sleep. Um, and you know, this is a time where this, the, where the moon is pronounced this week. So don't be alarmed if you're not sleeping, if there's something, you know, it's like, listen to your dreams, listen to your dreams this week, that, that sun Mars Uranus is going to throw some crazy things up. And the moon is, you know, it is about dream and, and, you know, you've got the Neptune there too, with trying, um, later in the week. So it's tapping into the subconscious in a way that's the outer bounds moon and the trine, um, which is on, on Friday with the sun, Mars, trying Neptune, tapping into the subconscious. It's a great time to meditate, even though you've got that sort of crazy energy, but use it, use it in a, um, I think in a, in a really productive way. Cause you can, I think you can achieve a lot this week. It's a oh, motivating one. Yeah, definitely. I think it's also interesting is like, you know, we always talk about how we are going to feel with the, these energies. Like you're going to feel this is how you do it, but sometimes we don't talk about how it's going to look in for another person. So like sometimes when you see someone who's very anxious or upset, like, or they could be, they come across as a, a little bit of aggressive or tense or to the point and direct. And then that could cause you to like, kind of start to think about something and erupt things. So kind of recognizing that how you're feeling on the inside, what that actually looks like on the outside to other people. And absolutely. Then you're absolutely right. And the thing is as well, it's not only you've got the Venus and Libra, which is very much about other people. Um, but with the opposition, when you've got an opposition, you know, there's, it always manifests in somebody else. So, you know, some Mars opposite Uranus, you know, you, you, you're absolutely spot on when you, you know, when you say that you feel that, you know, you may feel that coming from somebody else and it's important to recognize what's ours and what someone else's, which is hard to do when you've got a lot of water this week. And also when you've got an opposition, because it can feel like somebody else. So if you're passive, you may feel that the other is the aggressor or that is interchangeable as well. Like you'll get the, you'll get it all. You will yeah. get it all, you know. I, so I um, that. You'll get it all. You're yeah, get and it. I guess one of the other dangers too is the, the outer bounds moon um, may bring in family as well. So, you know, <laughs> oh, 
be wise to, you know, you but you may feel like that's coming from family, but it, it it's not necessarily real. It's not that, you know, it's not necessarily real. There is that trying and sextile to Neptune. So it needs to be, you know, just being sure, double-checking things, uh, double-checking oneself, making sure that things are not misread or miscommunicated, especially with an out-of-bounds mercury building. You know, communication can be, you know, uh, not integrated. And similarly, when you're writing something or doing an exam or something like that or studying something, you know, it's it's a time that you just need to be sure that, you know, T's are crossed and I's are dotted, you know, and you've got the moon coming. The moon um, on Saturday conjoins to Pluto and Capricorn. So that's the final edit of the week. And it's right at the end of Capricorn. So it brings in a much more sort of heavier disciplinary sort of responsible sort of side to that wedge. So uh, yeah, it'll it's 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 going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah. And in the, in the U.S., we're getting ready for the first holiday, which is Thanksgiving. So it's like that, like get to the store, get the kids out of school. Am I traveling? Am I doing this? And then you know, then we kind of all kind of fall into the the holiday season or closing up the year that we're in. So I can just imagine how. You know, your, your sister says she'll make this. She doesn't make this. We're going to your house. We're going to that house. Or I'm breaking tradition. I've never wanted this tradition before. <laughs> you know, all kinds of fun. You know, absolutely. Well, yeah, yeah. Good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially with the moon, Pluto, and Capricorn. Yeah, I don't want to necessarily do this. Yeah, I don't necessarily. Yeah, want to honor this sort of thing. But it's an interesting thing. It's a great time for those holidays. Like you know, it's just it's post Halloween. We've been past Halloween building up to um, Thanksgiving and stuff like that. But the sun Mars, I mean, even though things may feel heavy at times, and there's going to be some interesting points, that sun Mars is still quite elevating, I think. It's still quite, you know, and opposite Uranus, it's it's a bit of a machine. Um, so that helps, particularly for people running around organizing stuff and things That's like fun. that. Yeah. It's good yeah. to know that we have the energy for it. And it's okay if we don't sleep, but if we need, when we do sleep, no. The best cat, when you had to get a little cat nap, those are the best dreams. They're like so vivid. You're like, oh my gosh, yeah. I even asleep. So yeah, I think if you fall asleep with some questions, you'll wake up with some answers with this kind of uh, vibration. And, you know, speaking your truth and, and a good, another one note before we go into the week, I think when you speak your truth, something we often forget is to listen to their response because that person has to say what they need to say too. So we don't want to say and then drop the mic. We want to say and say, here's your mic and then let them say and then kind Absolutely. of. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's going to be some interesting things. I mean, you've got, there's some really nice at the beginning of the week, you know, you've got the new moon as well, which sort of, you know, paints the picture for the next lunar phase as well. So for the next 29 days. So, and you've got that moon, which is conjoined to the sun and also to Mars and they're applying. So it's building. So again, that sort of anticipating uh, sort of energy and opposite Uranus. So it's going to set the stage. That's going to set the stage for the whole month. Hi, everyone. I'm Jamie McGee. And today I wanted to talk to you about a tool that I use in my astrological practice, and that is AstroGold. It is a remarkable software that combines high-precision calculations with insightful interpretations, making it an awesome choice for both beginners and seasoned astrologers. It's honestly like having a library of astrological wisdom right there at your fingertips, ready to assist you in crafting some really insightful astrological readings. Now, if you're ready to take your astrological journey to a new height, I recommend that you go to astrologyhub.com 
forward slash Astro Gold and use our exclusive code AstroHub15 to get 15% discount on your purchase of Astro Gold. Trust me, this is an investment that you do not want to miss out on. Let's tell like go up in a linear way. Today we have that moon. So you want to what do we what do we expect today? That we'll be working with. And then so how- today is, you know, you've got a, a much stronger sort of scorpionic Taurian thing with the sun and Mars and the moon all, you know, conjoined in Scorpio opposing Uranus. It feels shaky. There's a little bit of, it feels shaky. It's going to set the scene for the next 29 days, but um, it's exciting as well. Somewhat, you know, for some people it's exciting. For some people that excitement is uncomfortable. And so it's, it, I think it's very physical. It's a very physical when you've got that sun Mars opposite, you know, Uranus and Taurus. So it invites the body to move, to sort of, you know, get out there. I know it's not the best time of year for those in the Northern Hemisphere. You know, the weather's not too great, but, you know, it's, it's you know, it, it, try and do as much as one can. It's a great time to go to the gym if, if that's what you do. But putting your energy somewhere from today, putting it somewhere rather than sitting on it, because it can feel volatile. And you'll probably find from today as well that markets, money markets will be a bit volatile. It's that Scorpio Taurus energy, new moon. So new things to do with money, there'll be banks, stuff involved, um, you know, financial financial and fiscal policy that is addressed. Money matters. So Taurus Scorpio are going to bring up those money matters. So you may feel insecure. There may be a feeling of that, but again, it's not necessarily real. You know, it's just that it, it feels if you're not, if you're someone who's more calmer and secure about, you know, likes things to be more stable, this energy may be sort of a little bit decentering, but that's okay. It's not going to last. It's an interesting week and it's fine. And it's like, um, it's a bit like, uh, it feels like a roulette table, if you like, or something like that. But there's, there's something about that. You know, you've got Mercury and Sag and unexpected Jupiter. Um, so, you know, the new moon's going to be setting the scene for that. So exciting, but some may feel it, it's a touch volatile. Yeah. Right, yeah. So it's kind of like planting those seeds and, and maybe to like settle in before you react, like, Use your energy in a positive way, but, you know, intentional at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. Make it work for you. Yeah. And sometimes you have to kind of, to do that, you have to take a deep breath and figure out if it's the ego or the soul that's responding to it. And, you know, what, what is the, the reaction that you have? Is it going to serve you in the short term or in the long term? And yeah. And, and sometimes it's hard, but there's a lot of emotion and energy and Mars going, you know, you feel it. So, yeah. So that's a that's a pretty good kick that we're probably already feeling right now. And you you make a really good point when you said like take a deep breath. You know, with Mercury going out of bounds later in the week, you know this is about the lungs. It's about the breath. Use the breath. Use the breath to you know if you're feeling like you know that that adrenaline is kicking in and it's uncomfortable. You know, breathing will completely bring it out. Mercury's in Sag. It's a deep breathing position for Mercury to be in. It's a great you know use that. Uh, that breath work. So yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. Deep, so deep and that you kind of feel your head tingling a little bit. Like you took a, yeah, that process to kind of just reset it all and, and take a, like even get like out of the, get out of the situation for a minute, like listen to a song, take a walk, like you said, move and then come back to it. But, yeah. uh, 
and then getting more data points too. So just always just trust, trust your instincts there. Yeah, absolutely. Again, another good moon is about instincts, you know, and Scorpio is about intuition, quite different things. You know, the moon is a gut feeling and that Scorpio energy is more about, mm, I smell a rat. So, you know, when you've got this, this combination of this combination of these very subconscious things occurring, it is about listening to them. It is about, you know, you know, operating on that level. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. All right. So are we going to be still working with this energy on Tuesday? Is there anything to highlight? So Tuesday, it, you know, it, it breaks up a bit. It becomes a lot lighter because the moon enters Sagittarius and then it conjoins Mercury, sextiles Venus. So, you know, it's a very social, that, you know, Tuesday. So Monday's a bit crazy, a little bit sort of things going on subconsciously. Tuesday, it gets a bit lighter with moon going into Sag. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, so it's a great time. It's sort of something you're going to plan. It's a great time for study, planning travel, things like that. Moon and Sag, conjunct Mercury and Sag, you know, it's quite a loud time. Um, and it's sextile Venus and Libra. So it's lovely to be with people. It's, it's fun. It's really fun. So it's also, you know, on a practical level, it's a great time for doing contracts, negotiating, things like that. There's a speculative, you know, element to this as well. Um, you know, Sagittarius likes to take a few risks. Um, so you have, although Scorpio doesn't really, but with Sun Mars, it brings in that too. So, um, yeah, I mean, I guess it's like keep it social, keep it, keep it great, keep it up, you know, uplifting. It's a, it's a nice day Tuesday, I think Tuesday, you know. So it's it's um, yeah, and then Wednesday, you know, it's not that sort of keeps you know rolling forward not a hugely eventful day you have the sun bars separating from the opposition to uranus so things calm down a little bit you know the moon is still in sag um which means jupiter rules that moon in sag so that's still unaspected so so in taurus retrograde sun bars moving away from the opposition to uranus things will calm down things become a lot more grounded a little bit more you know people feel a bit more centered maybe with that and then you go into, and then Thursday, Thursday, that's when you get the yod with the, with the Jupiter and the Mercury Venus. So it may feel like on that day, and it becomes exact on that day. So it may feel it's hard to get things moving, hard to get things going. Um, it's sort of like even your words won't come out properly. You know, there's just, so it's, it's fine though. I mean, it's just, it's time to sort of just, uh, get the accounts done or something, you know, or whatever you need to do. But it, it can feel a little bit stressful. But again, it's still, you know, it's it's a much calmer time. You just may feel like you're sort of held back with that Jupiter, I think, in uh, Taurus. And then, and then moving to Friday, you've got the sun conjoined at Mars, exact on that day. Um, you've still got the moon and Mercury out of bounds. So, uh, and the sun, Mars, is trying to Neptune. So it brings a quite a, a again, a, a much um uh, and, you know, as you said before, you know, that it's, a, a, it's like, you know, um, really tapping into your subconscious, you know, tapping into that, um, more the intuitive side really and psychic side as well. It's where you have sort of insights. And it's, it's a nice one to reflect on that with an out of bounds moon and Mercury journal. Write it down. Keep a diary. Those thoughts you have during those days, 
you know, it's it's write a song, write a poem, or find find your inspiration because it's um, a quite a beautiful configuration. Um, yeah, yeah, and it's it's with the sun Mars, it's quite motivating as well. So it's not a passive trying really, yeah. uh, and you've got other things going on to sort of you know give it a bit of a kick. So. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's nice. I would I would um, make the most of that. It's a very great time to connect with other people. You'll pick up on, you know, there's a there's a lot of sort of intuition floating around. So you, you know, it's about connecting with other people's feelings as well. Yeah, yeah, perfect. It's a compassionate uh, yeah. configuration that. Yeah, and then you move to um, to Saturday the 18th later in this week. And you've got the moon conjoined to Pluto. Uh, and uh, so um, even though this happens once a month, you know, uh, when the moon is in Capricorn and then it joins Pluto, there's fewer and fewer uh, months left where the moon conjoins Pluto in the sign of Capricorn. And then we won't have it for another 240, 50 years. So um, when this happens right at the end of the sign, it is a sort of a reminder to applying that discipline, being responsible. It's like transcribing the diary, transcribing the thoughts that you had or the dreams that you did, start looking, you know. So it is a good time to, you know, be practical um, in these matters. But also um, it's about giving form um, to, to, to those ideas or to those dreams or to those thoughts or whatever. To, to give form to it. So, you know, whether you do that by creating a plan or whether you do that by just thinking about how you can, how you can manifest something. And when you've got that sort of Sun, Mars and, and Scorpio and Moon, Pluto and Capricorn, very good for business, very good for putting those ideas and monetizing things. You know, it's a, it's a very good, you know, sort of commercial perspective, if you like. Um, so yeah, it's a good you know good time for business, uh, good time to move things forward in that way, uh, that sort of thing. But it, yeah, it's about being very practical and yeah, giving form to things, giving life to things. Yeah, yeah. give them substance. Yeah, and that Moon Pluto is a great great time to do that. We only have a few left as Pluto makes its way into Aquarius by next November next year. We're going to you know. There's not many times we're going to have that moon Pluto in Capricorn again. So make the most of it. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think those always feel so rich and, and sometimes really provocative. Like I, and we kind of feel like we get to a breaking point, like this always happens. But I think in those points, if you can take a minute to understand how you would have responded to this same situation years ago and how you're responding to it now, that's going to help you write those transcripts. It's going to help you close this chapter and say, this is where my power is. That is your power. These are our boundaries and we're moving forward. So like if anything invokes that, that's probably the invitation that I would recommend leaning into. Like, like just, just turn around, name it, disempower it. And absolutely. Yeah. It's like taking the song that you wrote, you know, earlier in the week and giving it form, you know, going, taking it to a studio, doing, you know, or whatever, or or writing the song, the, the the tune to go with it, you know, whatever it is. When you create, it, it like it, you have eternal life, you know. Like if you, mm. like your words live beyond you, your actions, mm. your artwork, like everything that you express, it gives you 
an eternity in this, you know, you're going to be remembered through that. Like it may be found in the back of an antique shop one day, but it's going to, it's a part of you that is carrying on. So yeah. And and sometimes it's hard if you don't like to fully express and that's why fiction writing is always fun. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But take on another, say this person, such and such, help whatever you need to do to express it and take form. But I really like how we've had that really kind of today, starting with that really rich Scorpio energy. And we've had this process and this time to digest. And and now like even getting into the weekend, it's like, okay, I, I went through these ups and downs, this energy. And now that I'm here, now that I have this motivation, I'm going to bring form to this these things. I'm going to share this information with other people. And like the buck stops here, the line is drawn here. That's great. Thanks for the lesson. I'm moving forward in this way. And because um, we're getting cl- ever closer to the quarter moon, you know, not too far away. So that's yeah. when you start feeling that edge a little bit. So yeah, exactly. And this, this, you know, and, and the, the, all these things, they have a touch of pressure associated with them. But I guess, you know, when you, when you think all of these things that are happening, there is all the signatures here. To you know, without trying to sound um, pie in the sky, really, but there's the signatures here to actually bring fruition to your dreams. It's it's the, the the all the signatures are here with the sun, Mars, and Scorpio. It's a reality. It's a like it's a real reality, Jake. The trying to Neptune in in Pisces is about those dreams, and it's the dreams that people haven't shared. It's the dreams that are private, the ones that really sit within your soul. And the Sun, Mars, and Scorpio brings them out. And it's, that's not comfortable for some people. But, you know, it, it is once they're out and you realize it wasn't so bad to say that, you know, or to feel that. Um, and so it is all the signatures are there. Saturn at zero Pisces. It's be- to, to bring form to your dreams. So it is a lovely time to do that. And I think, you know, the time of year it is as well. Like you say, you said earlier, Jamie, you know, it's building to the new year, but it's in between holidays, so celebratory, you know, events. Um, but yeah, you, there is an opportunity here. Even the Mercury Venus sex style, the Libra Sag, I mean, I love, you know, the Libra Sag sex style is always great and uplifting. Um, so, you know, and it, and it sort of uh, dilutes that heaviness as well. Um so yeah, I I would say you know just take the opportunity, make make your dreams come true, you know, or reevaluate them, make create new ones, you know, yes. that sort of thing. I think it's a it's a great week for that, great week. Oh, I love the pie in the sky. You can give me all the pie in the sky that you want. I'm a, I'm a realistic, optimistic person, but I, you know, I, <laughs> I love that. Love yeah, that. Like because you get like you said earlier, you get it all. You know what I mean? But you, you do have, get it all. Yeah, yeah and you have the all. choice to decide what you're going to do with that. You know, there's, you know, I know some things feel like they're not always in our control, but you can, you can, um, you know, use it, even whatever lessons we're thrown, uh, you know, we can, we can turn that energy around as well and, and make it work for us. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think perspective and, yeah, and knowing what the actions and reactions, what, what you intending, where it's going to get you. Cause I think a lot of times we just kind of either, sometimes we kind of get in a routine and we just do the mundane and sometimes we take actions just to take them and we could be going in circles for all we know, but yeah. we're like, I'm taking this action with the intention to go in this direction. And at the very least, if you walk with the questions, you'll start finding the answers and you know, you'll, you'll land further down the road with intention to. to exactly. Be- exactly. And intentions is, is, you know, is, is a lot. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 
it will play hugely into how things unfold. Uh, but and there's some there's some really cool optimistic sort of stuff in this in this yeah. text of week too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I can definitely feel that. I, I may have like highlighted some of the shadows in, in my commentary, but you can definitely see like you know it does start this way, but we're going this way, and and just like this is how you can work with that nervous energy because that nervous energy and excite it's really hard to distinguish nervous and excitement at the same time because they're just so close. What? And if- yeah, well, exactly. With the unexpected Mercury, it has it already has a sort of a you know bit of a um a, a nervousness about it, and then with the Sun Mars opposite Uranus, um, that again brings a different level of nervousness. Yes. But again, it's like I said, it sort of it feels it's an adrenaline, and yeah. and like you feel like you're going to anticipate something that doesn't actually happen, you know. Um, yeah, and that's the, that's so like finding the reality of it. Like you know, like what, I think there's like a saying out there that uh, I, I'll, I'll misquote it horribly, but it's talking about all these bad things that you imagine will happen. Like what percentage of them actually transpired? Like when you're anxious, because I've worked with a lot of anxiety. I've obviously I've experienced it. I have a lot of clients that experience it, and it's a hard thing to wrap your head around, especially if you're a logical, grounded person as to how this works. You know, in, in yeah. general, how can how do I how can I not control this differently? So. Sometimes recognizing this week is going to be a little bit um, charged, and like, and I, and I love the advice that you had. You were like, "Let go out, walk, move, run." You know, and there's another study that I just read recently that said that you think better when you're walking. That's why you see all the people with the phone, like the businessmen, like walking around, or the business, you know, men and women or whoever. And I and I thought about that. I was like, I always walk on on a yeah. call. Yeah, so it's go back and forth. And, go, you know, when you're talking and. Yeah, and all the foam and things like that, and and even if you can't, even if you can't do the whole physical thing, um, guided imagery or you know doing some imagery things. I mean, for me, the imagery I have of that sun Mars opposite Uranus and Taurus, as well as a Jupiter unaspected in Taurus, the imagery I have is am sailing. You know, it's like you know going there up and down a mountain. Yeah, you know, it really yeah. is sort of, and it's that sort of adrenaline, like you know that sun Mars and Scorpio needing to feel alive you know it needs to you know or double checking that one is like you know that whole sort of yes. um that feeling of um restlessness like i i need to get out of this i gotta break this mold it's like i gotta do something or like yeah. i when i encounter that i rearrange my entire house or something and i just like my like family walks in like what did you just do <laughs> nothing's in the, but it feels it, it stirs the energy and it makes me feel like okay well i'm no longer gonna look for that anymore because it's got its new home right here and you know which is always good to do like going into this season too because our houses change for you know celebratory reasons but yeah yeah but you you make another you know a really good point with that moon out of bounds the home and the, particularly the bedroom um are really are emphasized so with that sub Mars uranus um opposition change it around change it around to see what works for that week, you know, because it, it, mixing it up, that's yeah. what it's all about. That's how Mars Uranus, mixing it up. It's also an invitation to get out of one's comfort zone. Oh, you know, yeah. you know, it really is. It's like, I know this may be, but, but that's when things happen. You know, things happen, um, things change. And it's, and, and also both of them sort of sextile and trying to Neptune. What it does is it offers a new, perception it invites you to look through different lenses you know it invites you to see things in a different way which is really can be very life-changing you know really yeah, absolutely yeah. Things through yeah 
perspective yeah. is definitely magical in so many circumstances. Yeah, that's why I say hindsight's uh, twenty twenty. Yeah, it's, yeah, definitely. Like full of quotes today. So, is there anything else that you want to like, uh, like kind of talk about or wrap up for this week? Do you feel like we've 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 kind of you know wrapped it in a pretty little? Yeah, I just say you know I think this week um, use music, use music to enhance you know use your intuition. Your, your instinct, your sight, and, you know, tap into your unconscious. Listen to, you You know, it's, it really is about listening to, to what you don't consciously process and find the music that accompanies that. Um, it's it's uh, going to be a very, very interesting week. You know, there's some heavier, lighter, things like that are going to swing back and forth. Um, and yeah, and do what you can to, to make the most of, of the situation because it's, it could be, yeah, it, it is a really great, great time to bring form into whatever you think, whatever you dream, uh, and whatever you instinctively know, it's about, it's time to bring form into that. Yeah. Bring form. That's such a great quote for, for the whole week. I, I love how it's, uh, I'm going to do my best to like kind of capitalize on that or like kind of bring it all in together, but bring form and like you can bring your dreams into form very easily. Yeah. And I think that we have like a lot of engaged depths because we're going to have the the mm. opportunity to speak things like we were like, okay, I, like, especially when we come to those older issues or even like a new issue, because you're like at a different perspective, you're going to be engaged, you're going to be ready to take action on things. And, um, I, and I think you mentioned this too, is it, you're, you're in, a pl- in a space to, to speak about it, you know, speak it up, speak out, um, you know, hold, don't drop the mic, share the mic with other people as soon as they kind of work, you know, and listen, but it's also you're going to be busy. It's okay to be busy. Don't um, feel like you need to sleep. If you're like, I'm not sleeping. I'm frustrated because I'm not sleeping. Um, you know, use that time for something else. Like, and also at walking, using a lot, using your body um, mm-hmm. to clear your mind, taking some space before you react are all good tools to kind of work with those intentions that you're going to start to set today with that new moon. And yeah, I, I love that there's, there's this ebb and there's this flow and there's this anticipation mm-hmm. that you have. Um, but that kind of, but just remember the power is in your hands. The perspective is in your hand. Your reaction to the situation is your power, no matter what it is. And, and, um, something I've been working with recently is trying to keep promises to myself. You know, if I said, I'm going to do this or never do this again, like if you can't keep a promise to yourself, like how hard is it to keep a promise to other people? But if you can keep that promise to yourself, and I think that'll definitely help with bringing form to things. Cause you're gonna be like, wow, I had just followed Absolutely. that. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, and, and if you can't do any of those things to jump in a hot tub, you know, for some miles in Scorpio, yeah. like, and, or, 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 you know, that sort of, you know, metaphor, just. Yeah. You know, you're going to find a way to connect. Yeah. But follow that gut feeling, follow that intuition. And even if it's off course, like you, you mentioned, you're like, even if this is like, it's not in your comfort zone, if I don't normally get on a hot tub on a Tuesday afternoon, because I've got X, Y, and Z to do, it's fine. Get in a, get in a hot tub, turn some candles. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Have, like, a, have a vacation in your house. So it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. This yeah. is such a delight, Wendy. So informative, so insightful about how we can work with it. A lot of the energy today and how we can move throughout the rest of the week. and. I know the Inner Circle members are absolutely, it's just a gift to have you with them because they're going to be able to go even deeper on these topics that we've been talking about today when you have your forecasts and your masks. Yeah. It's going to be great. 
I know that um, it's such a great community to kind of go back and forth with and chat. And I love, I love the interaction that I've already, I'm already starting to see with them. So, and on these topics that we're talking about today. Now, we just finished a promotional period for the Inner Circle, for those of you who are wondering. But if you want to get on the wait list for the next time we have a big open and a big op- uh, uh, promotional period, you can go to astrologyhub.com forward slash Inner Circle waitlist. Or you can go ahead and join now at our full uh, price and you can learn more about that at astrologyhub.com forward slash inner circle. And those links are going to be below this broadcast for you to, to kind of check in. And the inner circle is an amazing kind of platform where you'll be able to connect with this brilliance like Miss Wendy is sharing today and really take another look at those new moons and those full moons, how to work with the process in between. And then we always get a, a great master class that we can carry that knowledge into every lunation or every aspect of the astrology that we are setting. Such a great platform. But I want to thank all of you for being here today, for tuning into this episode and for being a part of our community. And as always, for making astrology a part of your life. We will catch you on the next episode. The entirety of our known universe from the subatomic microcosmic level to the galactic macrocosmic level is all built upon the blueprint of sacred geometry. Everything in the cosmos is made up of the sacred geometrical laws that bring reality into existence. You know, traditionally, we astrologers look at these patterns through a 12-fold system based on 12 signs of the zodiac. However, dividing a cycle by 12 is not the only way that nature works. It's just a very convenient way for us to mathematically divide a circle by 2, 3, 4, or 6 which, of course, creates the traditional aspects all astrologers know well. Unfortunately, this patriarchal bias prompts us to miss a lot of the action. When we divide a circle by the magical five, or the otherworldly division by the number seven, or even the motivational number eight, in order to widen our astrological thinking so so we can make invisible worlds visible, we're going to look at quintiles, the division by five, septiles, the division by seven, octiles called semi-squares and sesquisquares, that's the division by eight, and even more. Hey all, this is Rick Levine, and I'm excited to be announcing my latest course, Unlocking the Magic of Harmonic Aspects. This, as some of you know, is one of my favorite astrological topics, and I'm quite pleased to be teaching this uh, on the Astrology Hub. Although the course actually includes a one-hour introductory video that's a crash course in harmonic aspects for anyone unfamiliar with them, it's also a refresher for those who have already studied some of these aspects. But the course is not a course on theory. It's a hands-on practical application of harmonic aspects for natal chart interpretation. I'm going to be reading four charts per class in four two-hour live Zoom webinars, meaning that 16 lucky students will be chosen in advance and will be brought on screen to have me analyze to unfold their harmonic aspects, revealing things about charts that maybe these people have never had put into words in an astrological session. So. I invite you to come along on a mind-expanding ride and take a next step into your astrological studies.
More information, details on the curriculum, and registration is available at astrologyhub.com slash harmonics. I'm Rick Levine. See you online. This podcast is presented by Astrology Hub. You can learn more and find all of our shows at astrologyhub.com slash podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and hit subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you can stay up to date on the latest episodes and help more people find the wisdom of astrology. Thank you for taking the time to do this now. Thank you for being a part of our community and for making astrology a part of your life.